This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, how did I get here? Plus, Biz finds her best parenting trigger, and Teresa's kids bring home the golden whining. Woo! Or should I say, We just lost all our listeners. See ya. Bye. Fucking woos. Teresa, how are you? Uh... Fine, I, I guess. Just, I have to say, yeah. Teresa and I have been in this booth together, coming up almost on five years. Yep. And there's a pattern of Teresa. How are you? And like each week, <laughs> there's a different vision before me, as I am a different vision before her. Yeah. It's and true. I just so sometimes I just am like, well, I just I just what's feel it gonna like, be? Yeah. What's it gonna be? Yeah. What will the answer be? Uh, most of the time, I feel like it's like we're here. Yeah, eh, maybe, it is. And, yeah, so it's always a mixed bag of some sort. Yeah, right. You never know. Yeah, real crapshoot. Yeah. So, yeah. how are you? I'm okay. <laughs> Folks may remember me having a very sad fail back with our most recent Summer Olympics, which oh, yeah. I don't know if I just had a new baby or what was going on, but I <laughs> we missed it entirely. <laughs> like we'd never. Yeah. We didn't watch a moment of it. Yeah. And I really like watching the Olympics. It's like They're it's the best. A big event. Yes. It's really fun. It's really exciting. <laughs> um, it's super great. And uh, so I was really sad that I totally missed it. And also, you know, my kids being at the ages mm. that they are now, you know, Grace is six and a half, Oscar's four. It's like, it's a good age for yeah. them to start watching and yeah. like seeing what this is. And they haven't been exposed to any of it at all. Right. So it's all like kind of mind blowing. So with the Winter Olympics upon us, I was so proud of myself that I got it together to uh, sign up temporarily for a streaming service <laughs> that would allow me to oh, have job. the Olympics on around the clock if I want to. Yeah. Which is great because it just makes it much more likely that yes. there's that we can watch it at a time that we're available to watch it. And so, but what's ended up happening is <laughs> it's just like... It's just such a pisser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just kids are such pissers yeah. sometimes. Like, uh, like, because they're what they'll they'll watch it with me, and when they're actually watching a sport happen, yes, they're amazed. Yeah. It's totally amazing, especially Grace, because she can really grasp what's happening. What's happening? Yeah, and there's somebody flying through flying the air, through the air on top on of skis. ice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like, going to death is imminent. Yes. at any minute. Exactly. All for the. Fun of sports. Exactly. <laughs> and she really gets that, and that's so fun to see. Yeah. But it is so short-lived. And what's happened is that my kids seem to have gotten in this mindset <laughs> where they think that when the Olympics are coming on my computer, it's like I'm just stopping them from watching something they want to watch. So they don't, like, I'm thinking, like, this is a special treat. We wouldn't be watching TV at this time of day. Right. I'm going to turn on the Olympics and we're going to see what's on. And they're like, no, I want to watch blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) you don't understand. Like, this is not a, this is not like a normal screen time. Right. This is a special event. Like, if we weren't watching this, we wouldn't be watching anything at all. And it's it's I can't get them out of this mindset. So now every time I want to watch the Olympics, I have to deal with this 
from two children screaming at me. Yeah. And then I want to just like shut it down. Yeah. But then I kind of want to watch it. But you deserve to watch yes, the Olympics. I deserve it. You deserve to watch the Olympics. Yeah. 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 I don't know what to say about I, it. There's nothing it's to say. It's very frustrating. I'm, I'm so sorry. Katie Bell will watch it with us. My two Olympic-related stories are, one, K-Bell was just, like, never ready to watch the Olympics. And uh-huh. every year, every time, uh, whatever, whichever winter or summer was on, it was, like, crushing disappointment that she didn't give two shits about the Olympics. Yeah. Right? Every time. Now, she's interested. Uh-huh. But if I were going to be honest, mm-hmm. she is more interested in the commercials. Oh, yeah. All she oh, wants to watch thing. the commercials. Oh, so yeah. she'll be like, I will be like, all right, you get to watch this last run yeah. and then you got to go. Yeah. Ted, brush your teeth, go to bed. And she's like, okay. And then like tremendous, amazing miracle of flights. Right. Over ice. Yes. Eminent death happens. And then we're like, go brush your teeth. And she's like, I don't want to leave until the commercials right. are done. Right. And I'm just like, Yes, that is happening in our house it's, too. It's it's so because we don't because we, we don't watch how we watch TV, right. and so they and it makes me realize how evil commercials are because like <laughs> it is like it's like drugs yeah. to them. Yeah, like they see a commercial and everything Doesn't about this what commercial for, by the way. is directed yeah. to make us stare at yeah. it. <laughs> and so they're totally sucked in like instantly. It's it very is. upsetting. It is. It is. And yeah. But what is more upsetting is I feel like my kids just aren't doing it right. And I'm like, how do I teach my children to watch the Olympics without yelling at them? Mm. Like, Stefan gets so mad if Katie Bell starts talking through the Olympics about stuff. And I'm like, she finally goes to bed. I'm like, you you have to understand, she's talking to us the way she thinks we want her to talk during the Olympics. Uh Because you and I make comments Mm. during the Olympics. You're just annoyed that she's doing it Mm. and not particularly well yet. Mm. So you're going to have to shut it. Dang. I know. I was like, we have to shut it. If we want her to watch this. We have to let her watch it how an eight-year-old yeah, wants sure. to watch it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it's been great. I'm with you. The Olympics <laughs> have been great. Uh, how are you, Biz? I am I should be a lot more tired than I am, which means it's coming. But uh-huh. Ellis has the stomach flu. Ugh. It's not a bug because yeah. we are now 48 hours into it. Yeah. I'm like, stomach bug, throw up once, all done, Yeah, right? Which is what we thought it was sun, Monday afternoon mm-hmm. when he threw up. And then a lot. But then all Monday night, mm-hmm. there was vomiting on us. So we were up multiple times in the night. And then yesterday was just couch time, like all day. And, you know, he actually did a really good job resting because four-year-olds don't necessarily want to rest. But the fever was, like, so high, and we were trying to, you know, keep him hydrated. Then the whole nine yards, it was the kind of thing where, like, we'd we'd get off the couch and we'd play, like, a game of go fish on the floor. Mm -hmm. And then we'd do one game, and he'd be like, I need to rest again. Poor baby. So we're back on the couch. Yeah. and then we were like, okay, the fever seems to have broken, like, in the evening. You know, we'll still give him a little Tylenol before bed. There's been no throwing up. And then last night at 3.30 in the morning, bleh. So we're back on the couch. But I'm sharing this because I realize that I am, this is like my, this is my moment. This is yeah. my mom You're time. You're shining. I shine. Yeah. I excel 
with children illnesses. Yeah. I am like, we have got couches set up. Yep. I don't feel bad about being woken up. The monitor's back out. I'm up. Stefan has been great. We are like a well-oiled machine of like, one is to, I'm carrying the vomiting child, you know, into the bathroom to finish the vomiting, but we have towels that have been spread out all throughout the house. Throughout the, Stefan's in, stripping sheets, re-putting on, doing, wow. getting it in the laundry, getting it started. Then I mean, like, well-oiled yeah. machine. And Ella's just really, you know, uh, Katie Bell, when she's sick, she wants to sit on the couch, but she doesn't, like, request my body Right. There the whole time, right. right? Yeah. Ellis needed me physically next to him, yeah. like all day. So it was also a day where I just did that thing that I never do. I just sat, yeah, all day with Ellis, yeah, and it was really nice. That is kind of nice. It was kind of nice. Yeah, like he took a nap on me. Oh, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I found my happy place. Yeah. Which Great is job. A place that I can only visit. Like once every two years is the only time yeah. I'd like to visit yeah. there. Yeah, it's only it's a like, happy place. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like I want us to like constantly be no. sick of that. It's no. just when I get there, I always realize I'm good there, which I think ties in nicely to our our question for the day, which is how did I get here, and really where is here. <laughs> Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. How did I get here? This is an interesting question. Uh-huh. And I realized as we were starting at the beginning of the show, you said something, or I said something, or we together said it, <laughs> and I realized I hadn't even thought about it in conjunction with our topic today, but oh. I said, how are you? And I think about all the times that we have that statement where we just say, I'm here. Right. Right? Yeah. But we never talk about where is here, how did we get here, yeah. what is here? Yeah. And so... Teresa posed this question when I reached out to her about uh-huh. what do you want to talk about this week? And she said, how did I get here? Yeah. And I thought this was very funny. <laughs> but I have no idea where we're going on this journey. And uh-huh. I really want to, like, just kind of turn it over to Teresa, who's been a very, who has been in a very existential place recently with I am self. I am a self. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, and I will let her, I will let her present this question and, and begin, and begin the the discovery. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the way I thought of it was I went to the grocery store by myself yesterday, um, which I don't normally do. I okay. usually have at least one child with me. And for some reason, when I have a child with me, my grocery shopping makes sense in the context of whatever else is going on. Like I'm parenting and I'm right. shopping for a family of five. <laughs> But, right? Oh, you've never used the numbers before, Teresa. Yeah. That's a big family. This is what I'm getting at, basically. I mean, this is going to be like, duh, to you guys. But, like, I was shopping, and my cart was, like, overflowing. Like, my cart Mm. was so full. Yeah. And I just had to get so many things. (laughs) And I had been to the store within the last week. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, wow, this is a lot of food. And then I was like, yeah, I guess we have three kids. Yeah. And then I was like, 
wow, like, I guess I'm here like, now. That person. Like, yeah, yeah. like I was like, I'm, I'm like the mom that goes to the grocery store and buys. Fills the cart up all the yeah. way to the top. This is such a reminder. Okay, I now know where we're going on this journey. It's not the larger picture of how did we get here. It's these small moments of where am I? Yeah. How did I get right here? Yeah. For me, I think I shared this on the show a while ago. It was the like, I was making dinner mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I make dinner every yeah. single that thing. I think about that sometimes. Night. Yeah. For like eight years, yeah, I've been, I haven't been like cooking. Right, right, right. I've been but you make dinner, making yeah. dinner every single night. How did I get here? And it's a lot of it has to do with having sex. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, but like, I think the other time that I have this moment, yeah. recently, is with doing laundry. Oh, yeah. Like I, I. I I mean it's like duh. Yes. Obviously we have three fucking kids sure. including a baby. And there's a lot like there's just a lot but it's it's so much. It's it's like a it's like a full-time job. Yeah. Like keeping up with laundry is yeah. like a full-time job. So I, I it's I have this and then I go like, "Oh, but I have three kids." Like I hear right. that it's that phrase where I'm like, "Well, I have three kids. So yeah. I guess this is what my life is." <laughs> But then it's I'm still like wrapping my head right. around and like what what this also like leads me to is that I think is like the other side of this coin is that people talk about like when you have young kids yeah. that point where you quote unquote come out of the fog yeah and you kind of like start to like become yourself again or right. or start to kind of just get a grasp on things a little out bit out of the fog right? is a great way out of the right fog. But there is this part for me right now, and it may be that I'm, like, starting to come out of the fog. I think it's going to be a while before I'm really out well, of the there, fog, you guys. fog but breaks. Like, fog there breaks. are fog breaks. But when, you're, when there is a fog break or when you are out of the fog, sometimes there's a moment of confusion. Like... <laughs> Real confusion. It's like it's like you're peeping through the fog, yeah. and then you're like you you don't recognize anything yes. that's out there. Yes. Is that it? Like where it's like like yes. we're pulling back the curtain, yeah. and it's and somebody oh, else. Oh, yeah. Where did all this stuff come from? And then yeah. the fog comes again, and you're yes. like, what? And then it opens, and again, you just you don't recognize any of it, yeah. or you recognize it, but it's like super unfamiliar. Yeah. I, okay. Yes. Yes, this is this is all about the light. I this this is all about the gradual surprises of like the new life. Yeah. Right? The jerk the new normal, the whatever we've called it in the past, the like all right, I mean, obviously, we're all aware as we're traveling along on this journey. Oh, well, there's children here. Yeah. Ah, there's, you yeah. know, job changes yeah. and illnesses. And, and this. a lot and, of them are choices, Yeah, and, yes, like, and they're choices, yeah. and obviously, we yeah. want to do that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're ready for all the things that come with that choice. Yeah. Yay. None of that's negated, I, but I think you're right. I think there are these, and I, I want to say it's gradual with a surprise awakening, and I really like the fog where it clears it is that moment where you're in the store with the cart that's like super full or it's your fourth time going back to the store that yeah. week. I want to say for me, some of these how did I get here moments tie in with pre-child life yes. of seeing people yes. there, 
and, and, and being like, judging them and well, being like, sure. and not even in a negative way, but just, just like, like, huh, that's oh, a weird way to got- be. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, huh, why is that? It's like yeah. watching somebody in a raincoat standing in the rain, and you're yeah. like, why are they wearing a raincoat? It's <laughs> an interesting choice. Why would they need that? Right, you know, because you're like, and then suddenly you're, it's pouring down rain, yeah. and you're like, why don't I have a raincoat? That's yeah. a really bad choice. Yeah. Watching people with carts filled to the brim, yeah. I was always like, huh, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Th- going to people's houses or seeing their friend's picture on Facebook right. where, like, couches are covered in laundry and yeah. stuff. There was a time I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Right. They're just not managing their time well. Right. Right? Whatever bullshit, like, yeah. what again, let's go all the way back to the beginning of the show. What's that weird noise coming out of that bathroom stall? <laughs> that yeah. woman pumps she's in the pumping. bathroom stall. Yeah. That's so weird that she's choosing to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no, it's all, you just get there. It's yeah. just the journey. You know, it's the, like, how did I get here in this minivan? I don't have a minivan yet, but I want one. How did I get there? <laughs> the cooking dinner every night, the full cart, the laundry, all of that. And it's yeah. not, I think, I, I think we spend a lot of time, if we're being conscious enough of our own evolution into who are we as we come out of the fog, who are we? In this new life, I don't have to be who I was, but I like some of who I was. So I want to try and like, you know, sort of shape this new self. I am a self, but I don't think we tie in some of these like sort of elements that we that again are from somebody else's life. Yeah, that we don't think will be part of ours. And I think that really catches up us off guard, yeah. which is where we have those moments of. This is not my house. This yeah. is not my wife. How yeah. did I get here? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's 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 hmm. it's weird. And and so my my next question is, how do you feel about being here? And do you think you're going to be here a while? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's I think that is what like why yeah. I was thinking of this because yeah. I was like. This is, I was like, this is how it starts. Like, this is going to be my, because the thing yeah. is before the baby wasn't eating solids yet. So like mm. our, I think our food consumption hadn't really changed right. that much. But now it's like when I go to the grocery store, I'm not just picking things that I know Jesse and I want around. It's stuff for Grace. It's yeah. stuff for Oscar. And it's stuff for Curtis. Like it's yeah. stuff for every single person in our family. And it really adds up. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like, I always imagined, like, oh, like, even when I was expecting our third baby, I was thinking, like, oh, someday we're going to be that family with, like, the three teenagers and, like, all, and you're going to have to, we're going to have to, like, go to Costco all the time and just, like, stock everything all the time. But I think it's just, like, I'm noticing those lifestyle and consumption changes happening sooner than I really envisioned. Mm. Like, I wasn't really thinking about, like, oh, yeah, your life's about to change, like, six months from now. Like, it's right. about to really change. And and so, they're, like, they're not going anywhere as far as I know. Like, hopefully they're not. They're pretty young. Like, yeah, you know, like we, you know this, is, this is, like, a long road ahead. I'm thinking, like, partially it's, think, it's like, I don't know if I'm – in denial like the same way I'm kind of in denial about like what's going on at bedtime in our house right now which is like (laughs) basically my whole evening is ruined every single night and I'm I am in denial about that I'm like I haven't like accepted I'm like well this will 
probably be different soon. And I, I'm not taking any steps to change right. it. And I don't know how it will change. But I'm just like, oh, that'll change. Because I, I just can't deal with the I'm reality sure of it. I'm sure we're driving through this part of life. But, right. Yeah, yeah. But like in the same way with like the laundry and the food, it's like there's this part of me that just like doesn't want, like I, I don't want that to be... What does that have to do with me? It's just like stuff oh. in my house. It's like we need this much food for the family. So if I go to the grocery store, I'm buying the food for the family. Like that's not – it doesn't mean like I'm that mom in the store with the family. Like well, I, it I think just that, means like we're literally buying food to feed ah, the people that need to eat. Like This is – oh, that's such a – You know, like what does that have to do with me as a – you know? It, here's what it has to do a little bit. Uh, not specifically yeah, yeah, you, yeah. but I think yeah. what's interesting about that question – is one, it doesn't match up with how you thought. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying the yeah. collective us. Yes. It doesn't match up with what we thought parenting was. Yeah. It was a weird thing we saw other people do yeah. that we made serious <laughs> judgments about. Yeah. And there's nothing good feeling about suddenly realizing that you were a total ass about right. somebody else's life. Yeah. So that doesn't feel good. Yeah. And three, how does this match up with my life, like how is it's not for me? It's it's for everybody. Yeah, it's like, I, I it is this sort of weird looking glass reminder that this is your life, yeah. right? Like I think there it is about you. Yeah, it's all about you. Yeah, you're in charge of it. Yeah, you got to dole it out and stay on top of it. Yeah, half of it you don't even want. Right, it reminds you that like this is. No one wants to go and be a giant consumer no. right, who's like fills their house with food. No. And let's get honest. To fill those calories up on those growing kids, it can't all be fruit. Right. I mean, some of it's, it's not, all, not the yeah. best, but we got to get something in, in their body and get it yeah. up. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there's like, it's not just that you suddenly think you're the person that you judged once. Yeah. And whatever judgments you had about that person and yeah. realizing that none of those were fair. It's also... Who are who are you mm-hmm. now pushing that cart? Yeah. It, and you can say it has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with you. It does. Because Cause it's what I'm doing. It's what you're doing. All the time. It is, like, I, I, it's not like once a month. It is like mirrors. Yeah. It really is like all these mirrors of like past assumptions and past judgments and yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. And it, it's not like a funny, aha, gotcha, no. karma no. at all. It's like... I guess maybe part of the problem is how do you sync that up with the other sort of, you know, personal development that you're trying to sort out as a parent? Mm -hmm. Because there's just, I mean, there's still all the, none of the other stuff has gone away. None of the other, like, who am I? You know, what kind of parent am I? What kind of individual am I? What kind of friend am I? What kind of partner, Mm -hmm. employee? All those things are still going on. Mm -hmm. But on top of it, there's somehow these weird visual reminders <laughs> that you stepped into somebody else's life yeah, a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. And it was a life that you swore yeah. wasn't your life. Yeah. And now you have to, like, swallow that pill, but that life's totally just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a little? Yeah. And that... it's a little bit of that, like, I don't know how to do this. Uh, yeah. I, like, it, which is so weird to have in the context of buying food. Because it's like, yeah, you do know how to buy food. Like, you can. Well, no, but you I know. think there is a lot. No, I, but like, I don't want to beat ourselves up too much about this. I think we each have our own, whether it's food, whether it's laundry, whether it's cleaning, whether it's, you know, 
a different form of consumerism. And again, I'm using the food one as an example here in consumerism, but like that can fall into, I keep waiting for the day that I like, we're suddenly the sports family and right. our whole weekend yeah. is like going to games and traveling. Yeah. Well, I'm like, so far my children are not interested in sports, but like, yeah. ha ha, what if that's like, yeah. Like, I now live my life as opposed to being surprised. Uh-huh. I'm living mine with, like, when am I going to get there? Yeah. When am, when do I get to that town? Right. And how long will I be there? <laughs> yeah. And will I enjoy it? <laughs> will I be able to make friends there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's a fair question. I think it's, I think it just goes back to that whole description that you used of the fog. There are these moments where stuff clears even if you're out of the baby fog, there's still a general fog of like, yeah. you're trying, every day is just a series of things you have to do every single day over oh, yeah. and over. And it is in itself a fog. Right. And when it clears, you have these clearings yeah. and you suddenly see where you're standing. And you're you like, see where everything else is. Yeah. You're like, this is not where I left it. <laughs> Did the fog have a zipper? You just zip it back up. <laughs> zip. Yeah. I don't want to see the other side of that again. <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel like you could live there? Or do you feel like there's that you've got to get out of here faster? I mean, I don't know. Like, I it's separate from the sleep one because yeah. the sleep one, I totally get that you're like, this place is great. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what I think. It's I think it's um. I mean, this is obvious, but it's like it's it's another identity shift for mm-hmm. me right now. I think because for all of my parenthood I've been like creating my family like I've been like really focused on like kind of like having babies and like having little ones and stuff and now that we're closing up shop it's about like what is our family now like what like now we have all the people that we're gonna be like all the people are here and so then it's kind of like well now like who are we now and like what what are the choices that we're making and like it's kind of like a reassessing of like our family culture and and just like what's like how am I gonna define myself in this chunk of time like for so long it was about like all the surprises and newness of having young children and having new babies and stuff. And now I'm like shifting into like maybe a different phase of motherhood or parenthood where it's something else now. And I, I you have one baby, but but now you can see Curtis as you do grace a little bit in like, I, I I'm with you. I think there's a shift from, you know, baby to, really being able to see sort of a longer game, even if the longer game is still another chunk before yet another shift. Yeah. But I I, I think that's a really fair assessment of there's like a new evolution. And once again, we're being required to figure out how we fit into that evolution and not get lost in it. Yeah. I'm like, what do we want it to look like? Right. What do you you want to look like in it? Exactly. I think is really... Yeah, I, I think that's a really good question. Do you have no, any answers no, to that? No, <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Third Love 
Did you know that most old-school bra brands only carry 15 sizes? Well, Third Love offers 60 sizes in cups AA through G, including half-cup sizes. Never heard of half-cup sizes? That's because no one else does it. You guys, this is really great. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. You'd think somebody would have done that before. <laughs> Go to thirdlove.com slash badmother now and find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash badmother. Thirdlove.com slash badmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So over President's Day weekend, we took the family up to the mountains. (laughs) um, And... Due to a long story, uh, <laughs> I Jesse had to drive separately. So I drove all three kids on a four-plus-hour road trip up to the mountains. I know. I, Biz, Biz is giving me the big eyes and the open mouth. Yeah. And uh, it was fine. Yeah. Of course it was. You did great. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a crisis mode I know. thing. But yeah. I was like, and I was like, wow. And there was a part of me that was like, is this okay? Like, yeah. can I, is this like dangerous in some way? <laughs> like somebody's going to need something gonna... <laughs> or like, can I, you know, it's like that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. that feeling of like, can I, ma- can, can I, I actually, this? man, like, am I being actually kind of stupid <laughs> stepping into this? <laughs> and like, even our like longtime babysitter like gave me the big eyes, like, you're gonna, like, before yeah. she's like, you're taking, you're gonna, like, yeah. she was like, and I was like, yeah, I guess, like, I think, <laughs> I think it'll Should be okay. Should I question this? Yeah. But it was fine. You did great. Yeah, I did great. That's a good job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, what did I do? Oh, Okay. In my desperate search for some self-care and really trying to, like, make some decisions and uh, set some boundaries for myself, Mm -hmm. I spent basically the last week and a half going to bed at 7.30. Oh, my God. And there was a time in the world of how did I get here that that feels like who am I that I would do that. Yeah. But, like, I just went in. And I like, you know, Katie Bell and Stefan can do their own thing at night. So Ellis is down. I go in and I like shut the door and I put on something I really want to listen to. Yeah. And then I just like go to sleep. Yeah. And I've gotten That's so amazing. much sleep. Yeah. And I honestly feel like a different person. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. And so you know, much. It's not like I'm doing anything. Like I'm not doing any of my to do list. No, no. I don't do the quilt. I, don't yeah. do the, yeah. I just you slept. slept. Yeah. It was great. Good job. Thank you. Hi, I'm calling in with a genius. Um, I've got a daughter that um, we call her the destroyer for a nickname because she will just 
She's too little for, like, Legos or to give her, like, an actual toolkit so she can use it constructively. So she just kind of finds toys and books and stuff and destroys them. So today, while her sister and I were doing an art project that she couldn't participate in because she would eat all the crafts, I got the genius idea to just put a couple of pieces of different kind of tape completely stuck on her high chair tray. And you know what? She is quietly picking at that stuff instead of picking at the jackets of books or picking at stickers on her sister's toys, and I can just restick it back on her tray. Sometimes she resticks them herself, and it is just quiet, fun, fiddly for stuff for her. And I feel like such a genius. And she hasn't tried to eat the tape yet. Knock on wood. You're all doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. So good. It's so good. We haven't like done like a, hey, this is how to get through a thing with a kid yeah, in a while. Yeah, we have done that. And this nails it and yeah. new use for tape. I right. mean, like sometimes you just give the kids tape or like they right. cut on their fingers or whatever. Yeah. But like sticking it to, because there are different types, like that washi tape, it's thicker, yeah. you can pull it back up. Yep. And down. I think this is so genius. Yeah, it's so genius. Yeah. I'm totally going to use Especially it. Especially for a picker. You yeah. know, some kids are pickers and yep. they just pick on stuff. Yep. You're a genius. Good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So when we went on our trip, <laughs> I forgot to pack underwear for myself. Oh. Like just, yeah. that was, I packed normally otherwise. Sure. I just didn't pack any underwear. Yeah. There. That's it. Hey, that's a thing. It happened. Yeah, it did happen. It happened to you. Yep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, so Saturday night was the elementary school silent auction. Go have fun. Bet on some baskets. Support the school. We had a really nice time. And I've really enjoyed the group of, you know, friends that I've been making at the school this year. I feel like there's like a great, you know, I can call on people and they call on me. And it's really nice. I like these people, which is really nice. And one of them comes up and is like, after party at the such and such bar. And I was like, woo, whatever. And then I get in the car and I'm like, oh, there's apparently an after party at the such and such bar. And Stefan's like, do you want to go? And I was like, I don't know. You know, let me make yeah. sure I know, like, which bar it is. It's like it's like almost 10. The sitter's leaving at 10. And so it's just up the street from the house, and I decide I'm going to go because she's, like, my friends talked about how much she likes this bar. It's a total dive. It's great. I'm like, great. So I go, and Stefan drops. I let him convince, like, he's like, you should definitely do this. Have fun. I'm like, uh -huh. okay. So I go, and... Like, I hang out with, like, her and her husband. And, it, look, it was nice. Uh -huh. I had a beer. The only place to sit was outside on the patio where everybody was smoking. Uh -huh. And, which, I, you know, we just smoked for million years. I just haven't been around smoking in a long time. Yeah. Anyway, I go home, like, an hour later. And I just, like, woke up the next morning and was like, oh, yeah. I mean, yes, it was nice. Yeah. But it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It's not like, I'm like, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like, yeah, one more yeah. bar because I have nothing to do. No, I'm right. going to be up still at 6 o'clock in totally. the morning. Yeah. yeah, And I smell like, yeah. like my throat was all sore oh, and yeah. stuff. It was like just a whole bunch of like, not that person anymore. I like how this is the exact opposite yeah. of going to bed at 7.30. Yeah, it was. Like really I was, taking I, care I, yeah. of yourself. Like. <laughs> I, I thought socially yeah. it was taking care yeah. of myself. Yeah. But I don't think it was uh, a, an overall good care selection. Yeah. Hmm. Got it. 
Hey, OBM. This is a fail. Um, we just got home from the hospital uh, with our second kiddo, and uh, my wife had a C-section. We were uh, sitting here, and she was feeding the kiddo, and she realized it was time for her pain meds, so she asked me to go get a Percocet from the kitchen. And so I walked in there and grabbed her pill, and while I was there, I poured myself a glass of milk because we had been enjoying some celebratory cupcakes, and I walked back and tried to hand her the pill and realized I no longer had the pill because I had reflexively taken it uh, without thinking about it. Um, so I guess you could say I'm feeling pretty relaxed right now and I'm nailing our first day home. Bye. Amazing! So good. I had no idea where the story That's was going. So good. And then it went there and yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I totally know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did I just take that? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. There you go. That <laughs> is, you are, in fact, nailing it on your first day home. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron, the leading meal kit delivery service in the United States, with incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes like strip steaks with potatoes and spicy maple collard greens, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. It's like they know what parents are. (laughs) Uh, The menu features 12 new recipes each week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team and is really easy to use if you can cook and if you can't cook. (laughs) Blue Apron is treating One Bad Mother listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash badmother. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. What's up? I'm James, the co-host of Minority Corner. And look at that! I'm Aneke, the other co-host of Minority Corner. Girl, guess what? What? We just hit our 100th episode! What? And what do you think is going to be in store for the next 100? Probably some more feuds with Jennifer Hudson. And I'm telling you... We'll probably do more investigative reporting, too, like we did with the Kodak and their racist film. Not to mention exposing the truth, like how we did with the ugly history of the Texas Rangers. But we always lighten the mood with a splash of pop 
culture. Olivia Pope's new wig. Have you seen that? It's popping. Just like your lip gloss. And Janet Jackson. And you know we like to put our nerd glasses on and talk about things like Marvel. It's true. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't speak about DC. (laughs) But you just did. Why? All from a perspective that's black, queer, and ladylike. So come on over and learn, laugh, and play, and join the corner. It's a lot of fun. I'm having fun right now. (laughs) (laughs) Minority Corner. Teresa, it's time for a very special guest. It's time to listen to a mom. Have a breakdown. Hey, Biz and Teresa. This is, I think it's a sad rant. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn into a breakdown. We'll see. I have this three-year-old, and she's a three-year-old. And it just, and I work full-time. I'm a teacher, so I spend all day, like, managing kids' behaviors and that fun stuff. And I feel like the only time I get with my daughter it is just spent fighting, like fighting to get her up out of bed in the morning and to daycare. And then I bring her home and like dinner is a fight because she's in a lovely phase where she wants to eat like nothing but peanut butter. So to get her to eat anything is like a fight with screaming and crying. I She's kind of potty trained, but she doesn't really like to stop what she's doing and go pee. And then she just sits there like about to wet her pants or she does wet her pants. So getting her to go to the bathroom is a fight. Bedtime is a fight. And then by the time she's finally asleep, I go to sleep because I'm so tired. And I wake up and it starts all over again. I just feel like all I get is like the bad times. Or I just get to spend my time fighting my kid. It's not like I can be like, oh, it's fine. Don't go to the bathroom. Don't go to bed. Don't eat. Like, these things have to happen. And, uh, yeah, there are really good times, but I just feel like most of the time it's just been fighting her, and it sucks. It's not fair. And I have a really great husband who's amazing and helps fight all these battles, and it still just really sucks. I know that's just the way it is now, and someday it'll get better, hopefully. I'm telling myself that, that there'll still be battles. But hopefully it won't be stupid shit like, hey, kid, don't wet your pants. Don't starve. <laughs> I'm just really tired feeling like all I get to do is fight my kid. Thanks for listening. Bye. First off, you're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. And I, this is just a reminder. It will get better, but simultaneously, it sucks right now. Yeah. And... I sometimes find that I feel better when I just admit how much it sucks at the moment. Totally. Right? Like, I yeah. feel like some of the uh, horribleness uh, when I'm struggling with something is just cramming it down and not, like, screaming to the universe, this fucking sucks. And it's not even screaming to the universe. It's finding people to tell. This yeah. is horrible right now. Yeah. And then, like, usually I just unload on Stefan, and then the next morning I feel like, I'm great. You know, like, so you're right. It does suck right now. And sometimes it does feel like the only time we're getting with our kids is the work, is like yep. the bads, is the fighting yeah. and the pushing. And they're exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. Or they're exhausted first thing in the morning. That's and, right. Yeah. 
It's like an unfair window yeah. of like, and then there's the pressure of trying to make it be a good time. Like, yeah. today's the day we're going to wake up and I'm going to really do some miracle dance that makes this not horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's still horrible, yeah. you spend the rest of the day beating yourself up right. for not magically being able to do it. Right. To make it Mary Poppins and great. Yeah. Right. And then you. Or like going to bed yeah. feeling like, oh, I should have had more fun with my child. It was just a fight all the way until they went to bed. But I mean, three-year-olds are so hard. Yeah, they I mean, are. They're so hard at every hour of the day. I mean, they <laughs> really true. are. They're so, and I'm not trying to negate like no. this concept of like when you're at work, you do, you know you you don't get to see your child, yeah. and then like the times that you do get to see her, you feel like are like crammed with like stuff like have tos, right? Like that's a real thing. But also, just three, yeah, <laughs> three is so hard. Yeah, three is so hard. It really is. They, it is like developmentally when they are programmed. To fight you on everything. It's, and they don't know how to do anything. Right. Yet. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. It's the, a nightmare. It's the worst frustration <laughs> yeah. point ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like knowing I can yeah. unscrew that cookie jar, but not having the dexterity to do it. Yeah. How frustrating is that all day long? Oh, right. Yeah. Opening the door, climbing here, knowing your own body. Don't tell me. I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. yeah. The buzz on me. Yeah. Right. No one ever says that. But I will, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, I am the buzz of you. Um, <laughs> and you're right. It's no fun. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. It is not the best. No. But you're doing a great job. And, yeah. then, you know, here's yeah. the other side of the suck is that as the people listening to what you're doing, all the hard work, you're doing such a good job because the payoff is going to be a kid who can do all the things yeah. in the world yeah. and be, like, part of the world, and which requires all the work. Yeah. So... It doesn't feel good. It's very tiring. Yeah. It doesn't feel at all rewarding. Yeah. But it's really important. And you're amazing. Yeah. Because you're doing it. Yeah. You're... And just remember, like, you can't control it. Yeah. Like, you you're, you can provide the framework for yeah. her to figure this stuff right. out. But, like, also be be nice to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, if if it's not working, like, give yourself a pass some nights or yeah, something. Yeah, that's just right. Because it's too much. We can't we can't be in charge of all of that. That's right. All the time, every day, day after day. That's right. And you know, if you want, maybe you think of like one ridiculous thing to do in the middle of it all. Yeah. Right. That makes you feel good about doing yeah. it. She'll probably ruin it. But yeah. Oh, you she will try that anyway. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll listen for your call. Yeah. One week from now. Yeah. You're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. Very good, Teresa. What did we learn today? Well, we learned that this is a very long journey with <laughs> lots of stops along the way. Many of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get to go to sleep at 7.30 last night. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> dealing with puke. I said last week. All right. We learned. I don't know what we learned. I think, actually, I what I learned is that right at the end of us talking for a long time about <laughs> how much we were really horrible people before we had kids, uh -huh. and now we're being confronted with that on a daily basis. Yep. Uh, that's a big takeaway. <laughs> Surprise, you've got people in your house who need stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Enjoy your 40 minutes with us, guys. <laughs> but what Teresa said at the end I thought was very good was like, I, I really kind of liked, well, I didn't like it, but the thought process of, 
this one part of of kids in your house is sort of coming to an end. The like the baby, mm-hmm. the like creating the family, putting all the people in their place. Now we're all here. Now, now what's next? Yeah, and and it's like a whole new set of new surprises coming in that I don't think we were expecting. Like when it comes to, like we just got through with like these first couple of years of like kids being in our house and trying to figure out who we are and how like life changing that was. And like you said, the fog sort of opens and now we're standing on this different planet and we've got to figure out now once again, how to evolve and, and stay true to that journey of, figuring out who we are on the other side of this. And I'm I'm learning that I'm really disappointed that there's not a finite spot yep. where I become this new person yep. and I'm thoroughly satisfied with it. Yeah, and that she, this new person, knows what to yeah. do. Um, in she every situation, yeah. yeah. Right now, <laughs> all I know what to do is how to handle when my children are very sick. Right. That's it. That's pretty good, though. It's not bad. Admit. I am very pleased with that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good and job. Then if I just close the fog around everything yeah. else, zip. Yep. So, not a big learning show. <laughs> Guys, here are a few things that we can learn. Uh, one, One Bed Mother coming to Chicago. May 11th and 12th. The 12th sold out at the G-Man Theater. The 11th still has a few tickets left. So, grab those tickets at OneBadMotherPodcast.com. Go to live shows. You can find out uh, more about it there. You can also find out about our book there. Yep. You can also find out about other places to find us, like Twitter, at One Bad Mothers, at Biz Ellis, at Teresa Thorne. We're on Facebook. That's a place you can go to. You can go. You can go. <laughs> you can also find us, obviously, on iTunes, where if you've got a minute to post a review, click on some stars. We'll take that. That helps others find us. You can also review the book wherever you buy books. Guys, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are, guys. You really are. It's really hard. It is. It's also incredibly rewarding. (laughs) (laughs) For real. It is hard. And you're doing great. Yeah, you are. And I I just want to say, celebrate those moments where you're feeling awesome about the job that you're doing. Yeah. I'm really embracing my... I'm killing it with sick children. Yes, you yeah. are. And, and you know what? And I'm really good at it. You're so good at that. Yeah. And you enjoying that is yeah. not doing that at someone else right. who hates it when their kid is sick and of is course. really bad at doing that. That's right. That's- it also doesn't take away that it's really hard. Right. But it's also moments of great joy and success. Right. Here's to seeing all of that. Yes. And then passing out at 730 at night. <laughs> Teresa, yes, you're doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. 
For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fuss and fight, not throw down Mama Blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fuss and fight, not throw down Mama Blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.